when you talk about, you know, getting lost in time when you're doing stuff with technology, I, f- I find myself, if I'm in the restroom and I have my phone, I'll easily spend 30 minutes just sitting there on my phone. But if I don't have my phone, I'll be in and out within like five minutes. So the bathroom has become your place of worship to your <laughs> to your smartphone. To my Yeah. <laughs> as odd as that sounds. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> your bathroom is now the sanctuary to your smartphone. <laughs> Do you have like a little pedestal to put your smartphone on? No. <laughs> okay. It's my hands. <laughs> no, your hands are just a little pedestal. Head, yes. <laughs> so uh, that uh, sanctuary you have for your cell phone, how's it going? That's too personal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome back to Use Your Words Podcast. I'm Josh. I got Aaron to my left and Paul to my right. Uh, and this week we're going to be talking about self limits with music. Why are we limiting ourselves with music? We'll discuss that in a moment, sir. Uh, and I have a feeling on this one. Well, I put in links in the notes specifically to throw you off on what I'm thinking. Oh, great. That was on purpose. But, anyways, so you got anything else to say, Mr. Brewer? Kick uh, us off. Uh, no? I think you had something. All right. Well, I have a couple things. First off, thank you for those who've been listening and downloading. We reached 200 this yeah. morning, which um, I was reading some articles on podcasting because, of course, I like reading articles, as we found out last week. They said in your first, like, four episodes, if you get an average of about 50 uh, episode, which 200 divided by four, we're at 50, that's better than about 50% of the podcasts out there. Which a hundred percent takes me by surprise. So thank you for all who are listening. Seriously. Yeah. The next thing, like us on Facebook, comment, interact with us, mm-hmm. shoot us an email, a message, mm-hmm. even if you don't like us, <laughs> which definitely, we, you know, shoot. that's fine. We want to have those conversations and we're not afraid of that. We're not going <laughs> to just sit there and tell you go away. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> that one. <laughs> The one comment, the interaction we had. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. Technology one. Yeah, uh, and that that's fine. Oh, you're yeah, you're going to have a lot of that out there where people yeah. don't agree with that. And, yeah. um, you know, obviously we're coming from a very specific perspective, a worldview, as I was beaten I, into my brain at Cornerstone University. You know, what's wow. your worldview? What's your worldview? What's your worldview? That was in every class, everywhere, all the time. I never got enough worldview beaten into me there that sounds awful but on the flip side that's true because my worldview does dictate how i see things in life so anyway today we're talking about music so i've looked up some lyrics to some songs wow and i just songs (laughs) i want to know now don't get ahead of yourself or ahead of me sorry um and i noticed a couple things and i decided let's play a little game competition between Aaron and Josh. Oh my gosh. So I'm going to give you some lyrics to a <sighs> song. Okay. Okay. And you have to tell me, is this a praise and worship song or a contemporary secular <laughs> song, a pop song? <laughs> oh no. I've already seen, I, well, I've seen a couple things about this. Have you now? Where it sounds like it's basically just, pop your average pop song but they're playing it for a worship service some of these i read them and i was like there's no way this is a actual thing and then i looked it up and but it is oh i was so scared after seeing that (laughs) 
So uh, you'll get a point for each one you get right. So just letting you know that's how it's going to work. It's competition. Winner. Well, it'll be a surprise for what the winner gets. And they'll hmm. get it next week. Oh, why do I have to wait so long? Because I have to ask your preference on it. That's why. Uh, so, all right. Are you ready? I got a few of these. And these are in a doc, so you can't see them. So you'll have to listen to what I tell you. The first one. As I feel your touch, you bring a freedom to all that's within. Is that a worship song or a popular secular song or a love song? Aaron, <laughs> what's your thoughts? I got, I think the secular. No, a worship, worship song. Okay. Josh? I have a feeling all of these are going to be like questionable. I feel like the ones that we were going to say is going to be like a popular. There, there's none in here that are blatantly obvious. I took out the blatantly obvious ones. Dang. Um, you know, because if I put in the blatantly obvious one, like sloppy wet kiss, we would all three of us would know what that is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, we would. I, guess. I would have to say, don't copy me now. No, I'm kidding. You no, you can copy you him. Want. Yeah. What are you saying, Josh? The opposite of Aaron. You're saying it's a secular yeah. pop song. Secular. Well, Aaron is right. What? It is a worship song. It is "Pour Out My Heart." By Craig Massiao. I don't even know who that is. I didn't need either, but that's okay. How do you wait? 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 Uh, M U S S E A U. M U S S E A U. A U. Yeah, Craig. Massiao or however C R A I G. Okay, the next one here. I've been everywhere and back trying to replace everything that I've had till my feet went numb, praying like a fool that's been on the run. Josh, if you want to go first this yeah. time. We'll, we'll alternate first. who goes okay, first. Good. Josh? One more time. I've been everywhere and back trying to replace everything that I've had till my feet went numb, praying like a fool that's been on the run. That's secular. Okay. I was going to say secular... As well, I mean, I can see how it could be maybe a worship thing, but I'm going to say secular. And you're both right. Sick. Okay, good. It's uh, "Feel Again" by One Republic. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I <laughs> One Republic. Okay, the next one. We're going all the way, and the wonder of it all is that I'm living just to fall more in love with you. That's worship. Secular. Josh is right. Get out of here. That is uh, Deeper by Delirious. Never heard of that song. How do you spell uh, Delirious? Uh, it's D-E-L-I-R-I-O-U-S. They're uh, late 90s, early 2000s. Well, ew. Yeah. All right. The next one. My first, my last, my everything, and the answer to all my dreams. Wow. Secular. Okay. Aaron? Gosh, I, oh, I hate this game. I'm going to do the same. <laughs> Secular, you're both right. It's uh, all right. The song is called "You're the First, the Last, the Everything" by Barry White. Ba- Barry White, yeah. You know the guy who wrote all bunch of love songs. Yeah. No, I don't. But yeah, him. I don't know who Barry White is, to be honest. I thought you would have, due to your parents, but what? I figured they would have listened to some of his music. You know, what? slightly older music. That's okay. They got you into whatever the whatever brothers, Smothers Brothers, Smothers Brothers, yeah. All right, the next one here. Your love is a one in a million. It goes on and on and on. You give me a really good feeling all day long. Uh, 
I want to say secular, but I'm going to say worship. Okay, Josh. Um, all day long. Come on, this isn't a hard secular. Okay, thank you for finally answering. So secular, and you said worship, right, Aaron? It is a secular song. Well done, Josh. It's called One in a Million by, and I have no idea even how to say this person's name. <laughs> so I'm it's not okay. even going to try. Dang it, I was going to look him up. <laughs> okay. You then don't even have a voice changer on either. The next one. <laughs> no. As I feel your touch, you bring a freedom to all that's within. That's worship. Aaron? I'll say worship on that. It is. It is uh, Pour Out My Heart by Matt Redman. Matt. I know that <laughs> wow. name, but I don't. Matt Redman. Yeah, we we do a decent amount of his songs here at Fellowship. Yeah. All right. Lay back against you and breathe. Hear your heartbeat. This love is so deep, it's more than I can stand. (laughs) Uh, I'll just say worship. Worship? It is. It's The More I Seek You by Carrie Job. (laughs) Carrie Job! Oh, my goodness. Gosh, I, I added a phone. I added a phone of hers to my music. No, I added a song <laughs> of hers to my phone. Wow, good job! Yeah, th- when I read that, I was like, "That's just weird." <laughs> that is just weird. Okay, this next one. There's only like four more left here. <clears throat> wait, I'd, wait, wait. What? Are, he's a he's ahead by one, isn't he? Son uh, of a the score currently is yeah. Josh is ahead by one. <clears throat> so you better hope he gets one of these wrong. <laughs> okay, get all of them right. Okay, this next one here. I don't know how to say exactly how I feel, and I can't begin to tell you what your love has meant. I'm lost for words. Secular. Aaron? <sighs> Secular. You are both wrong. Uh-huh. No! It's not sh- being me, I see. I don't <laughs> that, that is the song Pour My Love on You by Philip Craig and Dean. What? Philip Craig and Dean? <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> what are you guys thinking over there? Just kidding. I couldn't write lyrics to save my life anyway, so you're doing good. Okay. Actually, I lied. There's only two more because one I just realized I left in there by accident because it's a very, it, it, it's very obvious. The next one here. Your voice is warm and tender, a love that I could not forsake. You go, Josh. I see what you're doing. No, I, I um, he, he needs time to think. Say it one more time. Your voice is warm and tender, a love that I could not forsake. I like how Paul's getting into it as he says it. He says it with passion. You have worship. to give me oh an answer. <laughs> okay, worship. Oh, my gosh. Trust go me. I'm not staring into your eyes when I say that. Uh, Aaron, go. <laughs> Aaron? Secular. Secular. Aaron's right. Yes! It is The Power of Love by Celine Dion. Celine Dion. I should still be Wait. up by one. No. no, we're tied, you fool. Yeah. Uh-uh. You fool. Yeah, you're yeah, tied. We're tied. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this last one here. Guided by a beating heart. I can't tell where the journey will end, but I know where it will start. Oh my gosh. Uh Josh, you go first. I went first last time. <laughs> when when he when Paul goes, Aaron, 
You're for you, you go first. <laughs> I jump in. How about this? How about this? So you don't. So we can't accuse Josh of cheating here. What? Oh my Jesus! Close your eyes. Close Wait, your eyes, what? both of you. Hold up a one if it's secular, or two if it's worship. I want to. Uh, one if it's secular, two if it's worship. Yeah. You say it one more time. Yeah. All right. Listen to my voice. May my voice guide you in this. Here it is. Guided by a beating heart. I can't tell where the journey will end, but I know where to start. Paul, you should be a narrator. <laughs> so one is secular, two is worship. Yep. Uh, okay, open your eyes. And with that, Josh wins. Yes! <laughs> I wanted to say secular so bad, but I was like, ah. I don't know. It's just, it's the way that Paul was saying it. It didn't seem to have like the rhythm of almost what a worship song would have. It had more. It's of a, a love song. I, I, I know. How, how, okay. How does the rhythm define whether it's a worship song or not? Are there not worship songs that have many different rhythms? Have you not Josh? seen like the video of how to write a worship song? Use these four chords and insert any rhyme here. Yeah, that's oh, the and, basic. <laughs> oh, and words that can rhyme with themselves. Hallelujah can rhyme with hallelujah. Anyway, so your prize, Joshy boy. Next time we get together for whatever, your lunch or and or dinner is on me. Oh, what? That's just so cute. Look at that. Aww. You won. You better make it somewhere expensive. <laughs> <laughs> cheesecake Factory. Here we go. You go hey, Oh, I, ooh, I love Cheesecake Dude, Factory. No, 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 no. <laughs> Sebastian. See, I'm not trying to make you broke. Aaron wants to make you broke. Yeah. I do not. I'm just saying, my. Get your bang for the buck, man. <laughs> Wait, does this mean that we have to do a competition too for you guys? Like what? So I have to do a competition for Aaron and Paul now? No, no, no. It's it's if you come up with an idea, <laughs> run with it. <laughs> I know one for Paul and I we could do. Oh, which one? It's the basis using a pick or nah. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. That well, that that one distinguish between. Well, yeah. Listen to recordings oh, and see yeah. who's using a pick or not. Yeah. I like that idea. I don't. Let's not do that. <laughs> I hate picks on base. Just FYI. And Johnson has a love adoration for them. For whatever I, no, reason. I don't kidding. mind what you do. <laughs> anyway. Paul is a quote unquote elitist. No, I'm a purist. Anyways. Yeah. See, I, I, I picked out some of those songs. And I was just like, oh, some, especially like that Carrie Joe one was just ridiculous. <laughs> I would have gotten that one wrong. I would have. I mean, when you listen to the full song, it makes sense. But it's when so, yeah, you listen to the little snippets that just completely throws you off. That or yeah. who it's by. Yeah. Well, even if you know who it's by, you're going to know more about the song. But if you don't know and that's all you hear, your mind's going to jump to probably what it doesn't mean. Yeah, but. Yeah. So just because a certain person sings it, it's going to mean something else than if a different person sings the same words. Yeah, Josh. Answer me that one. Well, Riddle me this. <laughs> and uh, J- I wish I had video right now because Josh all of a sudden stopped like a deer in the headlights. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> and with that, without well, even transitioning, well, Josh took us right into the conversation. <laughs> and he jumped us like in the middle of the conversation. So take it off, Josh. Take it away. Yeah. I asked you a take question. Oh, away. Is, does the... You have the same words because yep. you just said, if I know this person's singing it, I'm going to take it this way and post it to this person. So if this, those same two people that are in your head sing the same words, the same song, does the song mean two different things? 
does the song mean two different things? Well, knowing the history of what someone's messages are when it comes to music will cause that. So if Carrie Job suddenly starts singing an Eminem uh, song, which she <laughs> never would. But, I would like to see that. Actually, that would be entertaining. <laughs> you would know something would be off because that is not what she does. Yeah, that would be off, but she's and still then, singing it. What if she puts that out as her next single? Something wrong. <laughs> what if she puts out Eminem's most, I don't even know his music, honestly, but what if she records a cover of like one of his songs, one of his songs where he like swears like every other word or he <laughs> talks about some weird stuff. Or what if she does a cover of like a, like a death metal song where they talk about all the stuff that they do. What do they do, Paul? Yeah. Oh, do you want me to pull up the, the, uh, oh, pull this no. Out? no. <laughs> He's ready. He's probably got ammo. Wouldn't, he probably wouldn't find the worst song you could use for an example. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not going to play a song because that would be a copyright issue. Well, not, not play a song. No, but no, like no. I, I went to song. Wikipedia. Of course. <laughs> because why not? The so, most. Yeah. you know, death metal, they do... They say, you know, they talk about its history, blah, 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 blah. You know, some of the stuff they talk about, mysticism, mythology, philosophy, science fiction, politics, mutilation, what? dissection, torture, rape, cannibalism, necrophilia. <laughs> wow. What's, what's science fiction? Science fiction. Okay, that's better. <laughs> science fiction? He said, like, science fiction. I was yeah. like, what? No, that's where you go. Fishing uh, for science. No, 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 no. That's not where you go fishing for science. That's where you go fishing and you know as bait instead of you know your traditional worms and that you're using you know molecular formulas and various oh chemicals to induce the fish to attack your bait and hook oh i'm so done <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so what if carrie job did a death metal cover because of you know and she taught she does a song about cannibalism dude is cannibalism even wrong i mean answer me that why do you have to ask a question <laughs> i can have a gray line what where what? <laughs> Dude, how is cannibalism a great No, 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 no. I'm saying your, your initial question of the same words, and you have one person saying it and another person saying it, does the meaning change? I'm Granted, it, it, I'm going to some extremes here. Yes, you are. Granted, but sometimes... <laughs> you have to go to the extremes too. Not, I'm not saying that's always going to be the case. She might do a Celine Dion cover and people be like, oh, I love it. Uh, I'm just asking. Because I don't want the simple. You don't want the simple answer, no. No, I don't want the simple. But she loves Jesus. Well, if every song has, and some songs don't. I shouldn't say every song. Most songs have a uh, direct meaning that they're trying to get across or something they're trying to say. So a um, Celine Dion song is I don't, she want, I don't listen to her, so I don't know. Okay, let's pick a song you do listen to, like some country music. <laughs> What are you laughing about? <laughs> Anyways, um, so depends. I yes and no. It depends on what the the, the specifics are in the song. Um, because if it talks about simple love, or if it talks about um, like I said, it's kind of like a. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> That's not all, folks. <laughs> See, and I have an answer to this, but... Uh, yes and no. That's my answer. Yes wow. and no. It changes the meaning of the song by depending on who's singing it, but no, it doesn't. Uh, my answer to that, and I, do you want to answer this first? You go first. Okay. Well, no, no, 
What? Oh, I was going to say, like, it's the main message of the song. You know, you could have a non-Christian artist sing a song, a Christian song, and your mind is not going to, depending on the lyrics, it might not connect it directly to being a uh, a Christian song. You're going to go, oh, this person is writing very clean, very loving kind of language in their music. Um, but... I would have to say, when you know who's writing it or you know where it's coming from, your brain would automatically eliminate any of the negative thoughts because you have an underlining. Go on. keep. I'm just raising my hand so I you know. know that I want to okay. say something later. Um, it's, uh, um, <laughs> gosh dang it, Aaron, why'd you do that? <laughs> well, okay, I was going to bring up the one song, for example, Home by Chris Daughtry. Him, like when I heard him sing that song, I thought nothing of it and as a religious aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Yet, Caleb or the fish or whatever it was at the time <laughs> thought that was a great Christian song. So, had a Christian artist wrote that song, I might have thought of it in a way where it's like, oh, home is heaven and all this other stuff. So, that would be one song that I'd be like, okay, if Chris Daughtry did it, I wouldn't think of it as a Christian song. If 10th Avenue North or something did it. Right. Maybe. So So for that song, I could, if it's not like very specific, does it change them? So, I mean, I guess that does change the meaning. I, Cause in a way, if you, if you think, think about it, Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, <clears throat> music is a very personal, emotional thing. You know, the artist is going to write it with certain thoughts and imagery in mind, uh-huh. but how a person interprets it, is is going to be a lot different than how the artist yes. originally wrote it. And yes, I agree. Sometimes it does change. And, and something like that, that's a very good example of one where it does. Some of the other ones, that they're a little more cut and dry. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, yeah it, it really does depend on the lyrical content of the song. Yeah, I agree. So so you weren't You weren't wrong, far Josh. off. Yeah. Good, right. good, good job. High five. Yay. Yes. Team. See, so when I throw those questions out for you, don't go for a loop all of a sudden be like, oh, da, 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 da. <laughs> but still, now I really want to get back to cannibalism. <laughs> I don't know why you want to talk about cannibalism. <laughs> we talked about it at work. Oh my but... goodness. <laughs> oh, pigs are cannibals. Right? <laughs> and we eat them up like crazy. But uh, what? Are you... What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> this jumping logic just went. <laughs> I just wanted to see what you'd. Re- okay, hold on. <laughs> if you think about it, I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, well, as we were talking, the guys were talking at work. There was this guy, man, just uh totally off. Whatever. Anywho, this dude had to have his leg amputated. Uh huh. Yeah. He had his friends over. They had tacos. No. He used his leg no. for the meat in the taco. Are you serious? <laughs> and he, yeah. So it's like, in is what that country? Wrong? I don't know. I so. mean, it's because let's Man. let's be real. What what are we being real about? Do we know all of the meat that we put into our bodies? I are, mean, are you even trying to suggest that? I'm not saying. I'm not saying it's human meat. But do we know that when we buy beef from fast food places that it's just beef in there? Well, if, if you, for, of course not. Well, 
Man, okay, we should. Oh, God, why? Why okay. did I do this? Okay, so, so, <laughs> okay. Let, let, let's put Josh's little. Do we know it's beef thing on pause here for a second? Yeah, because I want to get back to this cannibalism thing. What? Okay, there yeah, is actually bad things about cannibalism. I mean, yeah, there could be bad stuff about it. Like what? What? What are you thinking? I don't know. I was was well, I, I was typing cannibalism and Google said disease. I was like, Ugh. yeah. So. Um, and I pulled something up here. It's a disease called, one disease, is, potential disease, is a, a disease called Kuru, K-U-R-U. Sounds pretty sick. It sounds like an animal. It's found in the people in New Guinea who practiced a form of cannibalism in which they ate the brains of the dead people as part of the funeral ritual. Oh, yep. I have heard this before. Um, so that, it was, you know, was a very bad thing for them. And it's basically like mad cow disease, but yeah. for humans. So, Wait, do they cook it, the brains or do they just eat them? I don't know. I say because if you cook it, is it still going to be as bad if you cook something? No, no. I don't think so. I don't you'd think be killing it, anything it, in it. It depends. Exactly. So, some things can survive the heat. Well, so yeah, I, and yeah, I don't torched. know. I don't know enough. Um, Interesting. What if you deep freeze it, like polar vortex deep freeze, and then you cooked it? To kill everything off. I don't know. I don't know. Either. I don't know, and I really don't care to find out, honestly. Well, if I lose a limb, try it out. Uh, you can eat your own limb. I'm not going to eat your limb. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So, uh, so there, are, there, yeah. there are issues that come up with cannibalism. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's what I was like. <laughs> that's what I was like. I want to pull back to this one. I was like, but I mean, if we're alive or death, man, I'll, I'll okay, if eat it was myself like, or a, you. If it was life or death you know yeah and it's very different and, and like you died because yeah. i murdered you in your sleep oh wow okay cool thanks yeah <laughs> um yeah then i would you know have filet of Aaron. <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> and this so, completely went on a so full different track back to music yeah all right no. now i Woo! know why i need to stay far away from when world war three breaks out <laughs> oh no, no no just the next deep freeze Oh gosh! If you think about it, I will oh. say, I will say, just just a little thing. What scientists are predicting that a lot of invasive species in uh, of insects died off during the polar vortex that was here in in the uh, upper Midwest. Yeah, I know. So, I read that. Okay. And how does this have anything to do with cannibalism? Is beef beef or music? It's beef beef. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. Music. music, yes, music. Um, what is music? Let's start with that. What oh is my music? goodness! See, my I was going to throw that question out just to annoy you because I was like, "Really, I'm not going to ask that because that's a ridiculous question." And then I look at the notes and do 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 do. Josh writes, "What is music?" I'm like, "Are you serious? What is it? What do you? What do you uh, well, what I mean, do you, seriously, what is it? You you tell me what you think. What I think? Yeah. What do you, What do you think of music is? But I asked you. You asked that you're answering it. <laughs> You know why he's asking, right? He has no answer. Gosh. There's, um, Tell me what your answer is. Make one up now. Sounds or noises. Okay. Right? Sounds or noises mm-hmm. that um, have some sort of beauty to them, but they're put in a rhythmic pattern. Okay. But what about songs that are intentionally not made beautiful and have an irregular pattern? Is it not musical? Well, well when, you, when you when you specify beauty in a song, are you talking about the notes, or are you talking about the language? Because I'm talking about how the brain will take it in. You're talking about the notes. Now, 
I was kind of giving music. Well, the definition of what I'm saying for music to me is not just lyrics, but it's also the instruments and it's the vocals. Well, yeah, it's right. So everything is one piece together. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, okay, have have you ever seen Star Trek? Which one? Any of them? Yes. Okay. I don't think you have. Or have you? Or have I mean, you? I've seen the like some old shows and some of the new movies, but. Okay, because one of the things that you think about that sort of stuff, I think of like Klingon music from Star Trek, where it's just like this loud symphonic. Uh, oh. <laughs> 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 <My> that's <God>. it. <laughs> that's that's about Klingon music right there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so that and, was beautiful. Was it? Oh, see, <laughs> never mind. My argument has been dispelled because he called it beautiful. Gosh dang it! <laughs> <laughs> but now some people are going to perceive different things as. Something that's not um, pleasing to the ears, to the brain. And some people will say it is pleasing. So everybody does have different tastes. Metal. all music has the same thing in the very end, and that is it's all built in rhythm. Poems are made out of rhythm. That's one of the reasons why our brain memorizes uh, songs so well is because our brains fire in a rhythmic pattern. And therefore, they're able to pick up what we, they, it does. Where'd you learn that? Yeah, as I say, do you have a link to this? I don't have a link. I've known that for years. Where'd you learn that one? Years. You learned it from years. <laughs> wow. I can't remember where. But... I would like to meet this professor. Years. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> because I mean, <laughs> I mean things. I can see how we can easily re- memorize things that is in. Uh, I, I guess a rhythm that is catchy to us. Yeah. If it grabs our attention, it'll be you know, easier something to remember, we like. Remember. Yeah. Like metal. Metal's sick in a good way. Uh, yeah, it is sick about something. Makes me want to vomit. <laughs> of course, if I did that, the metal people would probably think that's awesome. So <laughs> That's so metal. <laughs> yeah. Which is an oxymoron in and of itself. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, a special breed. So, you know, as I was kind of preparing for this, I was thinking a little bit. And one of the things that, it, because I think, and the reason I think this, wow, I can talk in a logical <laughs> st- sentence here. <laughs> when, even when I was growing up here at Fellowship here, you know, when I started coming, we had organ and piano only. And I found that a lot of churches, and still even kind of to this day, there is a certain uh, denominations that don't believe in drums, music, anything like that. Actually, I found a denomination that they only believe in singing. Oh, wow. Like any instruments are bad. <laughs> that one was interesting. We'll get into that one in a minute. So, you know, I, I was th- that brought up in my mind, you know, why did so many people think that? Why was, quote unquote, why are quote unquote drums evil, you know? Because it's aggressive. That's an aggressive sound. Scary, frightening noises made by ruthlessly beating on something and that's violent. We can't have violence in music. That's just bad. That's evil. That's evil. Why would you listen to that? Well what about uh hand drums? Because a lot of churches are fine with hand drums. Hand drums? Yeah, like tambourines and that. Yeah, they're hitting. 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's violence. That's mm, people need to change their ways. Uh, and and I find it fair, you know, uh, being a Christian, that I can kind of point out and maybe uh, I guess you could say make fun of some of this stuff as well. Right. Uh, like this article I found here, this one just uh, it had me for a loop. Basically, their argument, and this is from BibleAsk.org, and the title is, Does the Bible Teach that Believers Can Use Drums in Worship? What? Yeah. Um, and so, hey, hey there's, cla- there's a verse in the Psalms where it talks about the clashing of symbols. Okay. They actually talk about that, right? Oh, interesting. Okay. And they're saying, you know what? Because it says symbols, therefore, you can only use symbols. <laughs> Um, so they they talk about all that right and then they go on to this on that and that this is where i think they take just this huge jump in logic okay here's their article here's what they say it is interesting that there is no reference to hand drums being used in the new testament okay okay historical records showed that drumming was banned because of their association with common and evil things what so because of that, yeah, they then say you can't use drums. That's depressing. Yeah, and so there's they then go on. The general rule is that all instruments should be used as an aid to the voice, not an overpowering element. <laughs> well, guess what? We have microphones that can make it non-overpowering. Yep. A continuous strong beat does not enhance the message and turns a spiritual ministry into a sensual one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, uh, some of those things I just like, oh. And then this other one here, they just take everything out of proportion. It is ridiculous. Um, This article is the 10 scriptural reasons why the rock beat is evil in any form. The rock beat. Yeah, that's that's exactly what they said. Uh, Do you want to listen to what their definition of a rock beat is? Yes. Okay. The rock beat is a and they have rock beat in quotes okay is a dominant and repetitious offbeat which competes with the melody and distracts from the words of a song the contradictory messages in the beat the words the melody the style of the presentation and the appearance of the musicians all create a subtle confusion in the minds wills and emotions of the listeners which leads them to question the absolute moral standards of god <laughs> they, they just took this a hundred percent out of the water i was like you are way off the beaten path here people <laughs> I've got nothing. Um, um, yeah, I'm actually surprised you didn't read that in my link notes. Uh, so here's their 10 points. I'm not going to read the full points because okay. they are ridiculous. Okay. All but right. the rock beat, quote unquote, deceives youth into violating the fifth commandment. Um, and that's like a page of talking about that one. Uh, the rock beat violates... God's command to give no place to the devil. Okay. The rock beat mocks God's command to love not the world. The rock beat defies God's command to judge all things as good or evil. The rock beat disobeys God's command to avoid all appearance of evil. (laughs) Yeah. um, This is ridiculous. uh (laughs) Uh-huh. 
Uh, the rock beat contradicts God's command not to be brought under its power. The rock beat opposes God's command not to mix light with darkness. <laughs> the rock beat ignores God's command for all ministers to be qualified. The rock beat violates God's command to protect our bodies as God's temple. <laughs> I, I found that. And the thing is, they are 100% serious, serious about, about all this. Like, they're writing paragraphs and pages per point about all this. And I'm just like, oh, buddy, there's people like this in the world. You should send me that link. I want to take it's in my the notes. Uh, well, then I have to go find it. Yes. <laughs> Ah, how does it make you not honor your father and mother? <laughs> they have. Um, wow. So what they do is they have like for each of these, they have like various things. So I'll read one of the little stories here. This is from a guy apparently named Tim Love, age 18 from Washington, the state of Washington. Okay. About four years ago, our church got a new youth pastor. He began playing Christian rock before meeting and during activities. He encouraged me to get a copy of a certain tape. So this tells you how old this is. (laughs) Tape. Tape. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Which I did, even though my parents forbade me from doing so. (laughs) You rebel. (laughs) Because I was being home educated, the church youth group was the only significant outside influence in my life. But that influence was enough to cause me to rebel and wreck my life in the next four years. I then started listening to secular soft rock music, thinking, what's wrong with this? It has less beat than Christian music. If only I had known what a deceiver Satan is, I would have saved myself a lot of heartache. About seven months ago, as a Christian radio station's New Year's Eve party, I was introduced to Christian rap. Before that time, I did not listen to rap, but after hearing it here, I began justifying to myself that the beat couldn't be all bad because Christians listened to it, and that didn't seem to harm them. What it did to me was cause a complete breakdown in morals, which led directly to my becoming involved in immoral habits and illegal activities. Since since then, I have taken steps to gain the ground given to Satan for the first time in years. I have a feeling to complete freedom from the influence of the music. I'm sorry, that's not the music's fault. That is our that's, own humanity's fault. That is your own <laughs> fault. And we like, as humans, to just throw stuff on the fire and say, it's this thing's fault. This may me it. do it. But that's not the case. That's our own humanity that's oh, causing that. It's yeah. just a nice, convenient trap. But I, this page has tons of stuff like that. It's just it's golden, just golden. Uh, yeah, golden. <laughs> I would call it more <laughs> cringy, but uh, yeah, you know, same, same, different. You've been uh, <laughs> quite over there, Joshy. Yeah, he's trying to find all that science stuff about your brain working in found it. Okay. Well. So, so what'd you find though? Well, it's a lot. Oh, great! I don't think we have time for this. Give now. us the um, give us the ten thousand foot view. Wait, ten thousand foot view. The TL- summarize the TLDR, the summary, the elevator pitch, the five second mumble jumbo. Oh, <laughs> yes. Okay. Say what well, I remember. I was watching this video of this guy on YouTube named Adam Neely. Yeah. And he's a cool dude. He was doing a video on like why pop music sucks. Okay. Um and he was pretty much at the beginning, I think, of the video, he was like, you know, music from older music seems to be better than the new music coming out. At least that's what some people are arguing. 
And there's this, because there's this other video of this guy saying, he's like, you know, music as an art form is dying hmm. and all this stuff. And for a while, when I, when I heard, saw that guy's video, I was like, man, maybe it is. Mainly just because I hate most of the pop music. Well, I don't hate most of it. It's just. You dislike. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not really a fan of a lot of it. But at the same time, it, it's. It's what? Does it all make sense? Not really, no. Well, no, I guess it depends on what you listen to. But uh, Adam Neely is like, he's not impressed with that guy. He's, well, he's saying he's wrong because it's not dying. It's just changing. Because at one point, I mean, jazz and stuff like that was considered evil music when that started coming out. And like, even like this one guy, his thoughts on the Beatles where they were just like an embarrassment to the music community. They were just, ah, I wish I could, I'll have to pull it up. But he had nothing good to say and that they were just like dumbing down everything for music and it's not even considered music. It's like, wow. Going back to Josh's question though about music, what is music? Um, so you know who Moby is, right? Uh, remind me. He's a multi-award winning international recording artist, DJ, very famous. Okay. Nada. Do you know who Hans Zimmer is? Uh, no. Yeah, you do. I do. Oh, you've, you've heard his stuff. Yeah. He, he's composed music for hundreds of things. What it says he's composed music for like over a hundred films. Wow. Yeah. So he they're both very famous. Okay. Okay. This was an interview uh, from the website thoughteconomics.com. Okay. And the article, and it's a very long article, but it's a very good one. It's called "The Role of Music in Human Culture," and you know Josh's question about what is music. They actually asked him these questions. So Moby says. One of the fascinating things about music that is that it technically, in a very literal way, doesn't exist. A painting, a sculpture, or a photograph can physically exist, while music is just air hitting the air drum in a slightly different way than it would randomly. He's trying to be all super. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. Um, Hans Zimmer, famous composer, music is organized chaos. Oh, I've, I've heard, heard that. that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've heard that. Yep. <laughs> yeah <laughs> organized chaos why does he call it chaos uh he goes on to expound upon it a little bit more but uh, you know i just found that interesting i as because josh did ask that earlier and i did kind of jab him a little bit i was like i was gonna call say that just to make fun but you know <laughs> i guess the hard-hitting thought economics did ask that so hmm. huh that's pretty wild um but no, I, yeah, it was, gosh, man, going back to Adam Neely, um, I guess to somewhat go on your whole brain sciency thing, the whole music can release the chemical dopamine. Yep, dopamine. You know, so I mean, I don't know. It's interesting. It's cool. Well, your brain fires an electronic electrical signals. Are we going to read this again? Yes. No, I'm oh, just okay. saying it just fires an electrical <laughs> okay. signal. So as yeah. you um, hear things, because as you were saying, it's air molecules that are bro- uh, vibrating. And when they hit the inside of your ear, you have, um, uh, they're like nerve endings. They're like little pieces of hair at different lengths. 
and they vibrate depending on the air that comes in. Right. Um, and so that in itself is causing an electrical signal to your brain. So everything is firing in, yeah. a, in a pattern. Um, and just to show that your brain fires in a pattern, um, let's see here, in Perceptual and Motor Skills um, by H. McGellera. Uh Anyways, uh, they found that fast music, increased tempo, leads to people drinking a can of soda 39% faster than slower music. <laughs> Interesting. Similarly, C. Cat... C. Catwell and S. Hibbert uh, in the influence of music tempo and, music, and musical preference on restaurant patrons' behavior of 2002 found that when slow music was played in restaurants, the time spent dining was 20% longer, but 51% more money was spent on drink per head and 12% more on food per head. Yeah, this comes back to that whole thing that we talked about the other week about uh, like horror movies where they, you know, use music to build your atmosphere. That atmosphere is meant to provoke that emotional response. And I don't know if it's not so much rhythm as maybe emotional at that point. Right. You know, you got faster music, you think, you know, something's happening or you need to hurry up for something or whatever. Adrenaline starts rushing. Yep. All that, all those emotional little triggers that come in. See, I guess that's I'm just trying to think of like, you know, for athletes and stuff. Well, I just remember going to uh, Brewers games where as each batter comes up, they play, I don't know, like their favorite song or like yeah, a song. little clip, their little hype song. Yeah. To hype them I, up. Like for me, I don't know. I guess it just depends on what mood I'm in. But like I could listen to an August Burns Red song to get me just like pumped up and ready to go. But then there's like also just like really slow music. But even though it's slow, it's got a lot of you know dynamics and intense like building and stuff like that that can really get you mm-hmm. <sighs> worked up. You know? Mm. Wow. Yeah, I, I thought you were going to say something, Josh. I know, like, me too. I was it's, waiting, but now and most music is meant to give that emotional response. It's yes. meant to get, grab something. Yes. Some of it's good, some of it bad. No, nothing but good. Just kidding. Not true. No, 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 no. So what? This is. I said not true. I know. Uh, this is from the University of Melbourne. Okay. They were conducting a study by Dr. Katrina McFerrin. I don't and know who that is. Just a person there at the university. Anyways, so they found something interesting. So this person is the senior lecturer in music theory at the Melbourne Conservatorium of Music. So, you know, they're they're in the music school, okay? Yeah, yeah. This is their job, okay? And they found, uh, let me pull this up here for so I can quote them directly. If listening doesn't make, the, this is the quote, and I'll tell you what genre of music. If listening doesn't make them feel good about themselves, this should ring alarm bells. Alternatively, if parents notice a downturn in the child's mood after listening to music, this is also a cause for showing interest and getting involved. So her thesis and that she did the study on was that this particular genre had a negative impact on youth, specifically enhancing uh, levels of depression in certain youth. You want to guess the genre that she studied? Uh... 
metal. Heavy metal. Go figure. Now, that being said, yeah, I would want to read this because I don't know if her study is large enough to come to a appropriate conclusion or if yeah. maybe all the people are concentrated in a specific region where maybe something's going on or something like that. Yeah. I don't necessarily buy that one in and of itself. Good. However, Ugh. that being said, I also can see how that could be partially true depending on the content of the music. For sure. Well, I, I'm yeah, not, I'm yeah, not saying, all, yeah, I'm not saying the, the style. No. Yeah. It's all the content what's right. being delivered in the song or whatever it is. You know, so if you have something like death metal where it's cannibalism, necrophilia and that. Good stuff. Yeah. You know? Necrophilia is good stuff, huh? No, no. Sarcasm, come on. Yeah, so I don't know if I necessarily buy that study, but I just find it funny that that was out there and that was like on a medical website. That, uh, uh, that was study and that was conducted by a university. So Melbourne, Australia, obviously. So right. I don't know if it's a little different down there with how people perceive things, but I was just like, hmm. Huh. Um, I see, yeah, I find some of my, like, well, if I were to, uh, if I can talk, um, some, I mean, yeah, there is some metal songs that would make me put me in a down mood but not as much as some i don't know like soft slower songs do mainly because i can understand more of it for the most part (laughs) so being able to understand music is worse for you than being able to not understand music yeah Uh, you see that and that still brings up the question then what now should you really be listening to stuff that you can't understand? Now, okay, I, I'm going to preface it with this This here. If, if, when I say that you can't understand, yeah. I'm talking about where a song, maybe you didn't go and look up what the lyrics necessarily were. Like, yeah, maybe they're hard to understand, but you're like, okay, I've researched the lyrics. I know what they say. Oh. But maybe, yeah. you know, you know what's being presented through a song, your lyric or, or the... <laughs> And somehow that means the beautiful flower that falls from heaven. <laughs> yes. You know. Oh, my goodness. You know, because I'm sure there's something like that out there. Yeah. But yeah. You know, but if absolutely. there's something like that, you know, okay, I can't understand it. But it, I'm able to look up the lyrics and say, okay, that's what that means. Right. Yeah, there's, there's several times where I would listen to some songs. And like I can't understand what the guy is screaming about, and one of my friends that was with me, was like, well, I'll just let me look up the lyrics real quick. And I was like, no, don't look up the lyrics. I don't want to know what the lyrics are because I like the music aspect of this song. Don't ruin it for me. Of course, they still looked up the lyrics. They told me I was like, well, great. Now I don't want to listen to it anymore. But but which isn't no, it's not a bad thing. But I was just like. Eh. You can't find an instrumental of it. I know, but I mean that that brings up the whole point of the conversation then of, you yeah. know, what are those limits that we should put upon ourselves? Right. You know, I'm of the mindset, and I'll say this now that, and I don't get me wrong, I'm not 100 percent perfect. Not there's still some stuff that maybe I've listened to in the past. I'm thinking of a particular song by Pitbull, Timber. Uh, <laughs> that I've listened to in the I'm past. Going down. You know, I'm I'm yelling. Yeah, Josh, don't sing. (laughs) 
but you know, oh, no. you know, of stuff I've listened to in the past. So I'm not, I'm not yeah. saying I'm 100 perfect. I'm not, I'm not trying to be like Johnson. You must feel guilty about this now. No shame, shame. Yeah, no shame, shame. <laughs> um, but intentionally knowing and what the song is saying or representing or yes. what it's euphemizing. Yeah. Um, that shouldn't be in my repertoire. Same thing if, like. If I was a metal person, I'm not. But if I was, and there was a you know a big person going around with his Cookie Monster voice singing and everything, <laughs> saying all this stuff, um, Cookie Monster voice, yeah, Cookie Monster voice, and I knew what he was saying, and I was like, okay, I know that's not right, that's not good, that's not why I believe, that's not why I should be listening to. But you can't listen to it, so it's like, oh, I can pass this off, da 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 da. <laughs> you know, that's still wrong. I suppose. Well, yeah. Um, was there was one song? It, I guess what was it for me? For this band that I would listen to, uh, and I couldn't understand the lyrics. After a while of listening to them, uh-huh. I slowly could start to understand. Well, yeah, and make, that happens. And then I was like, "Well, shoot, okay, maybe I shouldn't." And, and that listen. comes back to you know maybe looking up the lyrics, reading them, researching the band a little bit. Yeah. Not having songs that say six 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 party with the devil. <laughs> I'm glad you left it at that. <laughs> huh? Nothing. I, um, <laughs> you're glad I what? Nothing. No, I could just replay it. I know you could. So uh, you're glad I'm yeah, what? Left it at that <laughs> for the phrase. I don't know the lyrics. Okay, I just good. I know that part. Okay, yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> my bad. Unfortunately, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, they actually came out with a serious song, and it was very surprising. And it's actually not that bad. Oh, so I don't know. So, the, so they came out with a song that's not satanic worship. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yes, they did. That's not their prime thing. That was the one song. Uh-huh. Uh, it. Well, I think so. Well, no, they have another one. But so I have a question for you because I, I know he kind of like had this like look like what the heck? Do you know what it means by when I say Cookie Monster vocals? Well, I guess like the whole like growling, yeah, like exactly obnoxious. Yep, it's a <laughs> tongue-in-cheek reference to Cookie Monster and how he eats cookie. <laughs> that right is... there was a whole song. You just didn't know what I said. <laughs> okay, <laughs> in Cookie Monster language. No, th- that was like all your screamo stuff. That's all. Oh! <laughs> Jake would say otherwise, and any other metal vocalist. Um, but no, yeah, there's definitely been a few where it's like, yeah, once you find out what the lyrics are, it's just like, eh, come on, why you gotta do this? Yeah. And then it's upsetting because it's normally, it always has to be the one that I really like instrument, the, well, the one I really like the instrumentation to, and then it's just like, eh, why? Yeah, and, and I <sighs> am definitely not of the mindset that the instrumentation can be evil. Oh, it's going to trigger you and just turn you to the devil. I remember having, I mean, this was, man, back when I was in eighth grade, and a friend of mine, she's like, when I started listening to Slipknot, she's like, they just have satanic beats. I'm like, what? It's like, tell me. What's a satanic what, beat? What's a satanic beat? I was like, because. Is it a downbeat on one, two, and three? <laughs> and then four is the upbeat? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, what is it? Oh, my gosh. I, that that blew me away. I was like, there's, there's, there's no such thing. I hope you don't really believe that. Well, okay. That actually leads me to something interesting. 
And it leads me to something interesting too, but you first. Okay. So back in the early, you know, days when they were making, you know, music like early hymnals and times and that. Yeah. So two things with the hymnal things. First off, I, I've heard this a lot, actually. I've heard the myth that a lot of hymns borrow like old um, bar tunes, you know, bar, like bar songs as yeah. their basis. That's actually a myth. I was reading some actual, some uh, research papers on that. That was actually yeah. interesting. So it comes from a confusion of the term bar tune, which is this whole other musical category. doesn't mean a song sung in a bar. It, it's a other type of how the music is structured. Huh. So yes, it borrowed from bar tunes, but not from tunes sung in a bar. Huh. Okay. So wild. First off, that, that was one thing because that triggered my memory. Okay. Okay. The other thing is that there's a thing, and you might know this because you're a little more musical than I am, uh, tritone. That's what I was going to bring up. Yep. yep. It's called Diablos in Musica or the yep. devil in music. Yep. And basically where early Christian music, like I'm saying like hymns and that, they did not allow the use of it because they called it the evil. It's of the devil. Yeah. What's a tritone? It's, it'd be a very unpleasing basically, sound. Basically think of it as a dissonance yeah. in the chord. So it's like when, if you were to, your high E string and then you're on the B string, you play the fret above or below it kind of thing. And you have that really nasty, like just. It's a, it's a clash. It's just yeah. a clash of sound really. Yeah. Nothing yeah. that really sounds like something. Right. Yeah. I'm not saying that that's not a tritone in and of itself, but it's. So it's, would a tritone be considered a song that's played in uh, a sharper flat? What? A song that's completely played in uh, a sharp. There. Yeah. That's tritone? Yeah. Okay, so well, there were, those weren't all tritones. No, it was just like the first one was yeah. a tritone, and then it played. Yeah. So, because um, there are some songs that are played in the sharps or flats, whatever. Uh, whatever yeah, I know. But so I would mean, that be considered a tritone then? Well, let, don't, let's not get all hung up on the, what a tritone. Oh, no, is. I'm, ju- I'm just asking. I know, yeah, but yeah. I'm saying you know, in early church music, and that was forbidden from use because. So horror music. It, it, so, well, no, they called it literally the devil music. Yeah. <laughs> I just found that funny. That's, I guess that's where you can get uh, the saying for why metal is of the devil, because there's probably plenty of tritones in metal music. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess um, maybe everyone's been right this whole time. So if we're talking about language in music and the messages that music brings... Should artists have a responsibility to monitor what they say? Should artists have a responsibility for what they say? Are Considering you saying- that there is no real good way to control who listens to it. So if you have a child listening to a song that's very um, uh, sexual or... Okay, I'm going to stop you there and ask this question. Where's the parent? Why is the parent not... Con- help you know gaining that access for their child right you know how can that's you, not necessarily the artist's fault that, oh, that's, I, that's a parenting that's a, issue that's that's and and i was going to say that's exactly where i was going with it because um in an interview on 60 minutes between eminem and anderson cooper yeah eminem just denies any sort of responsibility and effect that his music may have on young teens he i i quote it's your job to parent them, your children, unquote. 
He says, if you're a parent, if you are a parent, be a parent. Yeah. yeah. Say he, so there's no responsibility on the artist for what they say. It's what the responsibility um, lays on the person that's listening to I, it. But now considering how vast technology is, parents can't be everywhere. So these kids are going to find a way to, to listen to this music. But, that, but I, I know where you're coming from. I agree. I mean, it should be the parent's responsibility to make sure that the kid understands what he should um, and should not listen to. Um, but at the same time, the music industry is not doing a good job about having positive messages coming out of their songs. Not every artist is going to want to necessarily have a positive artist. And you, there's look at all the genres and all the artists and all the various things out there, all the, just even outside of music, look at all the paintings and that. There's a lot of pain. There's a lot of grief. There's a lot of suffering out there. Not everything is going to be nice, light, fluffy, uh, unicorn Rainbows horns. And unicorns. Yeah. It's not all going to be that, you know? So, and obviously you come at this from a, from the non-religious view, it's going to go even darker. There's some people who love that and they oddly find comfort in that for some odd reason. I don't know personally, but you know, th that's what they do. So are they responsible for that? They're responsible for putting out music that their audience likes, whoever their audience is. If you're trying to control people, that I'm not going to go down that path. That that's no 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 no. Yeah, that's different. <laughs> I, I I don't even want to live in a world where we say you're responsible for everything you do. Because so what? An artist puts out a song that I don't like, I can sue the artist. Yeah. Well, in America these days, okay. you probably could get away with. Oh, that. Oh no, you not with that. No 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 no. That would still be blocked by free speech and that. But I mean that that would set a dangerous precedent that I would not be comfortable with. Right. <laughs> that's just my thought on it. <laughs> it's just, just a question. No, that, that's a fair question. Because um, um, that can lead to so many other things. Because then, okay, is Starbucks then responsible for what you do with their coffee? You know, <laughs> you know, because you're at that point saying, you know, the musician is responsible for what you're doing with their music. Right. If, and I'm not saying Aaron would ever do this, but if Aaron was listening to an August Burns Red song while shooting up a mall is August oh, wow. Burns Red I said I Aaron know, I know. but I, would Air, would August Burns Red be responsible for that if no but 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 what there but would be what? at least one group that would try to pinpoint that type of music to Aaron's aggressive behavior of course there are. There have been, and then they've also there would, have been groups that have trying to been pinning that to video games, to violent movies, to him owning a handgun. What? Oh yeah. What? What? Where, like if where? you shot, if you shot up a mall and you were listening to August Burns Red, there would be a group that would pinpoint the fact that you were listening to a aggressive style of music while able to obtain a handgun legally. They would cross them over. <laughs> okay. Well, um. Going on, uh, <laughs> um, but no, I would never I, do that. And if, gosh, oh, why did I put myself into this? Uh, well, I put you into it. Oh, no, I will oh, no, yeah. But what I'm getting at is, I don't, there might be some groups that, you know, to Josh's point, where they might be like, well, he listens to this type of music, therefore he can't own a handgun. I think that's what you're trying to get to. No, I was just, just stating a fact that. They would try to intertwine um, as 
I got to be careful what I say because that's going to start a whole another conversation. No, do it. No, 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 no. A whole another conversation. Um, don't let me talk about guns right now. Um, oh, no. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, but no, it, 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 they would they would look at the factors around him and say that this is what's causing him to behave like this, or they would try to find some. So you're taking it away from music being the reason I do it. It's just because I own a gun. No, no, no. But yeah, I I don't think Aaron would ever do that. But I could see where some people would try to conflate and say, because he listens to this music, therefore he is more prone to shoot up the wall. He's a (laughs) danger. Gosh dang it. He's dangerous, which is a great song by August Burns Red. Dangerous. Such a good one. Sure. I'll take your word on that yeah. and just nod my head no the entire oh. time well <laughs> we're doing it physically so i can I know. see that <laughs> if, if, we're, if we're going you know just kind of jumping off what you're saying you know aaron going into them all shooting up people listening to august burns red um you're kind of you're not saying it and aaron wouldn't do it because we all know aaron he can't even hurt a fly he can okay. hurt a spot no he can't even hurt a spider i certainly can there's too many of them you're too scared to get close but no, going back to how you were saying that music, you know, could possibly introduce a behavior. Yeah. I'm kind of getting a little straight to the cut with this here. In 2014, a report by the organization Stop Straight Harassment shows that 65% of all American women have endured some form of vocal harassment and 41% have been touched or followed. Okay. Okay. So... What's the cause of that? I, I don't know. My guess is they're probably going to link it back to like pop music or something like that or love songs or... Talk dirty to me. Yeah, stuff like that. But da, 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 what, da, da, so what do they link it back to? Well, they're kind of saying how it's all, all sexualized, what you were getting at. Um, but there are a lot of songs out there that do provo- promote violence and dominance in a large percentage of popular music sexualizes women yeah so when should there be now again this is kind of going to what you were saying before about you know controlling people but in america we like to not address the problem at the source what i like to say is we don't cut the snake off at the head we cut it off at the tail i have to interject here the past couple weeks now Every week, Josh has gone, you know, my favorite saying is, or I like to say, (laughs) and I have never heard him say any of these things before. Really? You're right. You're right. (laughs) I forgot what last week's was, but (laughs) I was like, I have never heard him say this before. (laughs) And this week, I'm like, I've never heard him say this before. I've said that before. (laughs) Have you? Yeah. I have never heard of it. I say it a lot of times and when I'm talking political. I don't like having those conversations. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, maybe, maybe that's, that's probably why, why but, I don't. Anyways, but, go on. No, I'm not I'm not saying that the music industry is the cause to uh, the sexualization of of women, but they are promoting it if a lot of their songs are talking about it. And the one phrase, not the one phrase, the one thing I would tell somebody I used to work with is, when you tell yourself something over and over and over, you're going to start to believe it. Yeah. So if you're listening to these songs over and over and over, and they have these 
uh, messages before you think of you're gonna start to believe it. Yeah. I even could. even even if it's just a phrase that's in the back of your head, it will pop up. Yeah. I, so should there not and like I was saying, um, should there be some form of limit when it comes to music like that? You're who's, not going to be able to. Well, you're not going to well, be able who's to. Who's implying the? Who's imposing the limit? That's and that, that's too. the other thing is you you can't you can't do that. But in your guys' opinions, do you think there should be a limit? Not that there will ever be a limit, but do you think it's going to have to be personal? I say if it's anything outside of that, um, I will say no. You know, here's how I look at it. Okay, I may believe one way and one set of things, and I may have very strong beliefs in that. And those songs, I will be like, no, I will not listen to. I will not even engage with. But I also believe it is not my position as a Christian or anything else, to necessarily enforce those views on others, especially if they're not Christian. Correct. You know, society as a whole, I can work to influence, but I'm not going to say this is what it goes. I look at a show like um, The Handmaid's Tale, you know, that where it goes to the extreme on that, where, you know, the right wing, very religious Christians get in control and, say, this is how it's going to be now. They're enforcing their ways on things. I, that's where I, I have to draw the line myself, you know, personally. I, at a personal level, I will have to self-monitor music. Outside of that, can't, I can't get behind anything like that. I can't say, you know what, now we got to find the musicians because of this. Now, do we have stuff like, you know, the FCC in that where we say these things can't be put over the airwaves or these things can't be put over, you know, radio? That, that's fine because, you know, if anyone's listening on the radio on that, we're saying these are, as a society, our standards on what can and cannot be put out there. That's fine. But if you go and buy a CD and you play it in your truck and it's whatever, hands off. Yee. I was not necessarily looking for that kind of response, but that is a very good response. <laughs> I was looking for, you know, a response of, yeah, Josh, I would like to see, you know, a music industry with, you know, with, uh, you know. You never know what answer you're going to get with me. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> but. And I'm not going to give you the nice, easy, simple one either. And it may not be exactly one I would love to see. I, would I love to see all music out there that I don't have to worry about, about who's around me if it's playing and I could play just whatever and not have to worry about it. Yeah. I would love that. That'd be sweet. But at the same time, guess what? That's never going to work No, because as a society, we have to accept that. And unfortunately, you know, we have to kind of get out of that idea that each segment of the society. So I'm talking about Christians, Muslims, gays and lesbians, whatever, that each of our segments need to push our views out and say, you must now all 100% ex accept and embrace. You can, I, I, I love my cousin in that. He's gay and everything. Mm -hmm. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm not accept, you know, I'm not going to be like, oh, yes, here, let me set you up with this guy, Aaron, because I think you two would be great together. Hello. Uh, I'm not talking about you, Aaron. I'm talking about another Aaron I know. <laughs> well, then that's <laughs> awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I'm not going to do that because, you know, that's where I'm coming from. But <laughs> I, 
I still love him in that, you know, absolutely. And I still know that's out there. I'm not trying to go up, you know, to him every day, every time I see him be like, you must uh, go straight or anything like that. I'm not doing that to him. Conform, change your ways. You know, if someone, let's say from a very conservative Baptist church came here on a Sunday morning, they would probably flip out the fact that we have drums. <gasps> and uh, true. You know, would you want them to then like interrupt service and then and then start going on about why we need to get rid of everything? Or, you know, they run up with their flamethrower that they have on their car and start oh, wow. the drums. <laughs> oh boy. That's scary. <laughs> okay, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even try to do that. You um, know, so that's where I come from of like, look, I I know where I'm at. I, it's never going to be perfect. It's never going to be hundred percent compatible with what's out there. I just got to yeah. deal the best with it and know that I'm not going to agree with everything. Right. I mean, I guess from the whole, you know, as Christians, like we're given free will to make our own decisions. So why would we try and force others to, you know, why would we want to control others? you know, and force them to become what we would want them to be. Yeah. And there are limits within that free will kind of debate thing about what you should choose and choose not choose. Yeah. You know, but yeah. that, but that comes back again to the content and not necessarily the style. Yes. Now, obviously, obviously what? Like if it was okay, this is an oxymoron. You would never see advertised now playing in your local theater. See the Christian strip artist. <laughs> you would never see that. <laughs> okay, that's an oxymoron. That's one instance where the delivery method does not match up with the message, no matter how hard you try to bring them together. Yeah. <laughs> now, if it was, you know, an ex stripper and they were giving a lecture on something, 100% different message and delivery methods. But right. if you, yeah, leaving it, it there. It, it, yeah. Uh-huh. Josh, did you have something? Because I saw you flare your arms out like you're about to conduct something. Let me ask you something. Okay. Do you. Now, what's interesting is music has been linked to uh, medical, okay? And when I say linked to medical, I mean it's been used. Uh, Let me pull it up here. I thought it was quite interesting. And music, so when I did my little stint in uh, inpatient uh, at the psychiatric hospital last year, we they use music as part of therapy. I say music yeah, is yeah. a medicine. Yeah, because well, some of the music, you know, especially I know for you, calm music isn't exactly the best. I do like calm music. I know, but you were talking earlier about how sometimes it isn't. But anyways, uh, you know, so like we would have a half hour session where it's just calm music to help calm yourself and and for some people, especially like if they suffer from anxiety attacks and that that is the best thing in the world because it allows them to just not have to deal with all the stimuli for a while and be able to just refocus. Right. So yeah, it is useful in medicine in that, especially for um, uh, reduce stress, reduce anxiety, focus. Uh, there's actually been some studies that some music actually helps people eat less. Eat less? Yeah. I need to find that. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, sir. Me too. <laughs> um. I say I saw it was it was really cool that for you know elderly people that their minds are fading away and with, with Alzheimer's and whatnot 
or they don't, I guess, what is there like different types of Alzheimer's where it's like you forget the past or you just I don't forget know. stuff. I'm like not a doctor. Short term memory or long term. I don't know. Don't know. Not a Anywho, doctor. Don't play what on the radio. Cool. <laughs> well, good. Uh, there, they would use music as a way to light up an old person and like they'd play music from when they were kids and growing up and yeah. they'd just like, you know, give them a little spark and make them alive again. Reactivate and, some of those long-term memories. Yeah. And, uh, oh my gosh, that was like a tear joke, tear jerker moment. <sighs> so I love stuff like that. What uh, I have an article up here. One study found that playing upbeat music leads to improvement in processing speed while upbeat and downbeat can lead to benefits in memory. What? That's interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, huh. So, mellow music and dimming lights helps oh. you eat less. Really? Yeah. I'm going to have to try and be more aware of that because I... So, it says, according to one study, people who ate at low-light restaurants where soft music was played consumed 18% less food than those who ate in other restaurants. The lighting and the music create a more relaxed setting. And since the participants were more relaxed and comfortable, they may have consumed their food slower and then they felt fuller. Because you gave your body time to react to what you're putting Yeah, exactly. Inside. I say, um, wow. Let's see. A uh, study led by uh, Ronald University in the UK uh suggested that music may reduce pain and anxiety as you were saying mm -hmm. before uh who have uh undergone surgery so by analyzing 72 randomized controlled trials involving more than 7000 patients who received surgery researchers found that those who played music who were played music after their procedure reported feeling less pain and anxiety than those who did not listen to music and they were less likely to need pain medication Wow. Yeah, yeah, I, I believe it. Um, see, other medical uses here. This other one here. Um, one group listened to 45 minutes of relaxing classical music while another group listened to an audiobook uh, for three weeks, you know, at bedtime. And they did, like, sleep studies this entire time. So those poor people. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, the participants that listened to music had significantly better sleep than those who listened to audiobooks. Hmm. I have a, uh, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. I, I would like, sometimes I'll try and sleep and listen to soothing, more soothing music to fall asleep to. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I have a hard, I guess I have a hard time with either soothing music or fast music at times. I guess it just depends, but, uh, I'll find myself like paying more attention to it and, yeah you know listening to it more in depth at night when i'm trying to go to sleep and that's just like uh then i'm like look at the clock i'm like i didn't want to be up this late and then i get frustrated so then <laughs> that brings on another question All wait right. i'm not done yet. okay finish <laughs> but also when i first like heard of august burns red and i started to like them a lot yeah I would play them on my little stereo in my room overnight and fall asleep to it because for whatever reason, it was soothing. 
And then I woke up one morning with my cords <laughs> torn out of the <laughs> stereo. And then I asked my dad, I was like, why aren't they working? <laughs> my dad is like, it's like, I'm sick of hearing that stuff at night and I can't sleep. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it works differently on other people, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> like me, what I do when I go to bed, um, I actually have a routine. I have a little uh, uh, Google Home device in my room. It's it's a speaker device. It's specifically okay. a speaker. And I say, you know, the wonderful keywords I'm not going to say because it'll trigger everyone's Google devices. But then I say, I'm going to bed. And when I do that, it knows to turn off all the lights, set my alarm for the morning. All's fancy. And then it will play for a half hour. It'll sh- set the volume to 60% on and the speaker. Does it work its way down? No, it sets it oh. to 60% the volume, and then it'll play my main playlist for 30 minutes, and it'll just shuffle it. It doesn't just pick a particular set of songs. It, it'll pick anything that's on my main playlist. Okay. And just shuffle for 30 minutes at 60% volume. I find, and that's across the room a little bit. So, you know, it's a little quieter by the time it gets to me. But I find that I just fall right asleep. Hmm. Interesting. You know, in some days I'll get praise and worship music. Some days I'll get um, red. Some days I'll get anything else. Classic crime. Right. Okay. You know, and it's varied. It's not the same thing every time. But my body's like, okay, this music, I can now sleep. Yeah. So what was your question there, Mr. Brewer? Please. I think you might be able to figure out what I was going to ask. Uh, I No, my mind's if not you that think smart. think about it. Mm. Thank you, Paul. Can <laughs> music be addictive? Uh, can anything be addictive? Well, that's a yes. Yes. And things are addictive. There's alcoholics. Yeah. There's... Um, <laughs> we're not staring at you i promise um there's wow. there's sex addicts there's all those things so could music be addictive of course probably yes my question then is is it a negative addiction necessarily because is it causing harm by listening to too much music i mean okay maybe if you're spending a ton of money to go to concerts or you're buying every new cd or you're, you're traveling to, long long distances just to see your favorite band no you do that for fun or or you um listen to music really loud or Ooh, where it becomes a problem is if you don't want to listen to anybody else except, no no oh okay no it's got something better where it becomes a problem is if you abandon your other things such as maybe your job your interaction with friends and family uh, or prearranged social engagements or anything like that to listen to the music instead. Or you <laughs> go to these engagements and you're just there with your headphones in, just not interacting and not doing anything and just listening to music. And yes. that's fine to do once in a while. Like some days you might just be like, I'm done. I got nothing left in the tank. I need to recharge. And I'm already committed to going there and I'm going, I'm just going to go into my headphones and, you know, listen to music. Cause I'm guilty of that as well. But if you're doing that consistently over time, over and over and over and yeah, over again, where you're locking yourself, un- isolating yourself when you could be doing other things that maybe might be a little more productive, that's when it would go into the negative side from my yeah, side. I, I, I follow you on that. I was going to say a lot of the same. Cause I <laughs> what? Uh, whenever I'm in the car, and especially if you're 
specifically with me, Josh. What? Why me? When, because it's just you. <laughs> no, that's not a good thing. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's when you're trying to talk to me and I have my music set at a certain thing, when you just boop, turn my music down on me and then you start talking, I'm like, no, you do not <laughs> turn my music down unless you ask for permission. <laughs> <laughs> and then whenever in, well, you don't even have to be in my car to drive me nuts Josh you know that just, you be, just gotta call him in the middle of a breakdown on yes, yeah, yeah exactly I've had the, uh, <laughs> weren't you with me Paul and Nico did that yep yeah it was during yeah during um, Hero of the Half Truth yes uh, whenever I get a phone call and I'm just like Digging this song and like jamming at the moment, and then you call. It's more often it's you, Josh. Sorry, it just it just happens to be you. It's not like you mean to, but it's just like, <laughs> but but <laughs> it just sets me off. I was like, no, I was enjoying my music, and now you're interrupting me. But then it's I, I'll get over it. You you in my defense, you're usually always listening to music I or you're always. playing games, <laughs> and if you're playing games. You usually don't notice your phone go off with a right. text. So that's why if I need something or if I want something, I call oh. you because I know if anything, you're kind of forced to pick up. I'm not forced to. I can make a decision. Well, if you're in the car jamming, your phone's going to automatically start ringing and your know, music's going to cut out. Irritates the living day. I should, you, if I turn my phone on silent, would it still do that? Uh, that's a, fo- a car thing. I don't know. I'll have to try that. Maybe Aaron's addicted a little bit to music. No, I'm not addicted to music. <laughs> well, I mean, when you listen to it and you look at the clock and you go, wait, 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 it's too late. <laughs> you you got to remember your brain does release dopamine, um, like, which is. It can. Well, well, it, do, it does when you listen to music, but at the same time, that also gets released when you do a lot of other stuff that are, that are considered as pleasures. Yeah. Um, drugs release it too. Yes. Um, so you you well, there's you almost, a lot of things that release dopamine. <laughs> oh yeah, right. but uh-huh. with you might be a with little bit me. more than normal sometimes. <laughs> with music, what? I now because I mean, it, music doesn't always have to do that, does it? Release dopamine. Yeah, some people I think are a little more like you are a little more sensitive to music. When I say when I say that, you maybe get a little more emotional response with the music. Yes, I say music can. You know, do so, a lot to me. When so some music, are like that, some are not, or right. maybe it's also where you're at in your mental health state. Yeah. You know, back when I was Very having, true. you know, a lot more issue, music was just this gray blah. It had nothing. Mm. You know, it could have been a song that I love now or love before, but now it evoked nothing. See, for me, depending on, like, if I'm in, I guess, a bad spot or in a bad time, Music that should try and help cheer me up won't cheer me up or just, I don't know, help me get over whatever it is that's going on does nothing. The only music that I'll start to be able to, like, well, not start, but the only music I'll be able to kind of feel is anything that puts me down more. So it just reinforces that negative, you know, mentality. Yeah, that's a negative self-feeding cycle. It is. I've been there, done that, have the t-shirt, never want to go back. (laughs) So, I mean, 
Yeah, was, I mean, when you were saying earlier, Josh, how you you listen to something so much, it starts to get stuck in your head, and then you it's it's something that you start to believe at some point. I feel like more often than not, because I would listen to oh some songs that were nothing but I guess bad messages, and I went like at first listening to, it, I was like, wow, this is a like sad dark song like i i enjoyed the song it never did anything to me until i started listening to it a lot and a lot mm-hmm. and a lot and i was like <clears throat> so and part of that necessarily isn't maybe the like the dopamine thing the chemical thing but it's just it's because you're listening to it's it so much repetition. it's it's that repetition it's forming what you're thinking because sometimes when you're not even like if you're just kind of like letting your mind drift and do whatever you go back to those things that your brain knows. And right. how do you know those things? Repetition, 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 <laughs> repetition, repetition. And I, I remember, like, well, I guess I, I never thought of, you know, when I fall asleep to music, that I guess you still can take in, like you, your brain still takes in with the music. Is that true or no? I don't, like your, your, I honestly don't know. Your body, well, not not your body, but like, because I mean, your ears don't stop working. Your brain doesn't stop right. working. I mean, I personally, I would say yes. You know, yeah. now how much of that's true, I don't know. I can't tell you that. Same. You know, just from my personal observation. Yeah, I just, I've never looked into it because I, I remember Josh saying, and I thought of some other I don't know episode, probably the darkness one, but when I had my my uh what was it what why can't i think of what it i can't think of the word to use it right now um if you think about it uh, (laughs) um goodness a little stage or whatever or what do they call that when someone's going through a a phase (laughs) wow use your words there yeah i was i went through a phase of just like well, I couldn't help it that all my clothes were, well, I guess I could help that all my clothes were black, but it wasn't planned. But I just had a dark time during high school. And I, I remember I would like listen to Slipknot day in and day out overnight. That would always be playing. What are you cracking up about, Paul? Stop <laughs> laughing. No, I'm just, what's I'm, going on? I'm just imagining an emo goth Aaron. <laughs> black <laughs> lipstick, black fingernails, black dyed hair. <laughs> Dude, eyeliner. <laughs> I have worn eyeliner before for your information. Yeah, I've heard you all have also worn a dress. Bruh. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, it was for Halloween. I hope okay. well, not both at the same time. That's all I'm saying. No, it was not at the same That's time. That's all I'm saying. But no, I was cracking up because all you were talking about, I had my little dark face. My dark face. And I just all of a sudden imagined an emo goth. <laughs> and that just I mean, it crack Black <laughs> is a great color, okay? It's very slimming. Uh, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's very slimming. It's, yes. Apparently Josh needs hiding. it. Yeah, you're wearing it right now as, I mean, am I? But, but, you know, it's whatever. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, well, what? You guys are ready for the next thing? I mean, I guess. Go All for right. it. Did we ever finish I was, I was, I was, I was, you know, doing some research. I was like, huh. I mean, there's no actual, I wouldn't say substance that has been backed by universities or anything like that. But now I'm not talking about because the police have a weapon 
and it blasts high frequencies. Yeah. And it's designed to irritate and make you, you know, it's it's you know, riot control. Yeah. Sort of like uh, how stores a while back used the little mosquito annoyance sound to keep teens from entering their store. What? I've never heard of that. Probably because yours are damaged. Yeah. <laughs> Mine are damaged, so I don't feel bad. No. Um, Anyways. But uh, very. it's going through the internet, you see a lot of um, articles about uh, Guantanamo Bay. Yeah. And they used music. To torture the inmates, or the or, or whoever they captured, with Nickelback. No, it, it had, I say, <laughs> Canada. But they no, they they literally weaponized yeah. music. Um, okay, so my question then is, okay, Guantanamo Bay. Uh, what was the full population consisting of, and then was that music? used because it was anti what they believed that's what i'm guessing they probably did you're very yeah you're pretty much right on it because you know your music links you to who you are and your culture so they would uh play stuff uh especially um muslims anything that would uh go against what their culture go on go on on. believes or anything like that they would they would blast it and blast it loud um and one picture shows a bunch of people in um, orange suits tied up with headphones on. Okay. Yep. You know, in a... Uh, Sorry, I'm laughing because I'm looking at the song list they used. Oh, no. Oh, well, check, <laughs> oh, no. I was saying another, another thing is uh, a report from a Ukrainian town of Fyodiyazha, whatever, uh, claims Russia has been broadcasting propaganda to... And this is from 2014... Uh, local people over loudspeakers and that Ukrainian troops have responded by blasting back the music of an American pop singer, Chur. Who? Who? Chur, G-H-E-R. I've never heard of Cher. Cher? I don't know. Never heard of him. Her? Um, Wow. You've never heard of Cher? You've assumed. Wow. Check this out. Here's another. uh, During the siege of the Iraq city of Fallujah. In April 2004, Associated Press reported that the U.S. Marines played songs, including ACDC's Hell's Bells, to unnerve insurgents. Um, while in 1989, American troops used rap and pop, including Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick uh, Ashley, to flush out the pen. Are they pen- never going to let them down? Or them? <laughs> um, to flush out the Penning, I can't even say this. Anyways, one a, a leader out of his hiding place. Okay, in the uh, Vatican Assembly. Okay, so do you want to hear some of the songs that use as torture? The CIA uses as torture. Oh, please. So the first one, I'm not going to say all of them because some of them I I can't even say. Uh, the real Slim Shady by Eminem. <laughs> the real Slim Shady. Uh, Take your best shot by Dope. Dirty by Christina Aguilera. Um, um, oh, this one. I Love You, the Barney theme song. <laughs> Saturday Night Fever by the Bee Gees. The Bee Gees. The Meow Mix theme. Oh, Beautiful People by Marilyn Manson. Yeah, I love that song. 
Um, the beard of a baby. I don't know if you're going to have this on your list. We are the champions by Queen. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> those are the top like eleven songs that they use. <laughs> Anyways, go on, Josh. No, I was just going to say um, another was another one was uh, Enter Sandman by Metallica. That was used for what? The CIA. For what? For what we're talking about? The, using oh, it torture, to, torture. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, uh, <laughs> Barney and Friends theme song. Yeah, that's so. why I just said. Okay. I, love, I love you. Um, uh, bodies by the Drowning Pool. <laughs> by Drowning but, Pool. So yeah, they're using I all these songs that. in that that are anti, basically the opposite of their culture, uh, the things that they believe in. Let the bodies hit the floor. Are you trying to get us a YouTube copyright strike? Guys, right, seriously, how is that going to do that? Uh, YouTube's sensitive. Oh, YouTube is just great. Yep. Um, it's like a cat lady in the middle of a meow mix commercial. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I really want to watch that video of the old man singing that song now, though, again. Nope. He was awesome. No. no. He was a great guy. Anyways. <laughs> That right there would be torture. No. That is not torture. Sir? Yes, it is. Uh, (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Uh, Josh, any more questions that you got, sir? Yeah, that's all you've been doing today. No, that's good. That's fine. Someone else besides me taking the lead on questioning? I will cherish it. Because then that means I'm not the only one talking all day. Yeah, he still did a lot of talking today. Yeah, you didn't do any talking. You just asked questions. That's fine. Got anything else, Josh, boy? <laughs> we should do a study on Aaron. Oh, no. You can't do a study on one person. No, I got no more questions. Uh, no more questions? No more comments? Um, No more juxtapositions? Nope. No more ramblings? No more rabble-rousings? No more anything like that? Nope. I do. Oh, you do? We don't care about I was, you. I was asking him, and then I was going to come to you. Well, he's not that important. I'm kidding, Josh. You are very important. I don't. Wow. <laughs> Man. <laughs> don't make that face. He's going to go cry about this to his hairdresser now. <laughs> that or the enforcer, and the enforcer will just be like, <laughs> the enforcer will tell us, good job. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, my. No. <laughs> Not the lip thing. <laughs> it used to work really well on him. <laughs> Anyways, Aaron, what do you got? No, I mean I don't really have anything. I was just I was I was just gonna ask you guys what like well I know we already know that Josh didn't listen to music until he became a friend of mine. Yeah, but that's what, true. What did you listen to? Um like from like thirteen to sixteen. Thirteen to sixteen. Like, who did you listen to a lot? Okay, see here. I gotta go back into the memory archives now. Because, <laughs> you know, old Do you days. not listen to him? What you used to then, now, or no? I have the music still. I do not really listen to what I listened to then. Mm. Um, So 13 to 16, so that would have been, oh, geez. Only a couple years ago. 96. (laughs) I was one year old. (laughs) To 99. Um Yeah, yeah, uh, let's see here. So I, wow, there wasn't really anything specific that I'd listened to. 
Um, didn't listen to like Nirvana and stuff and like oh no that would not fly in my house Backstreet Boys then like no definitely not Backstreet Boys <laughs> wow wow such a hater so no what I listened to then was literally I don't even remember the station it might still be the same station it was like ninety nine one like the mix or whatever it was just like you know whatever the pop song yeah. rock songs of the day were okay. you know that were safe quote unquote you know that's what i'd listen to over the radio because i didn't really have a cd player the only cd player in the house was like my mom's and my brother's and my brother would listen to like disney music because he was younger oh okay oh you a little bit younger okay are you judging on disney i am judging on disney or dissing on disney both yes paul yes yes Josh, I, I know. Masking Any, Aaron. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> going on. Uh, so, you know, whatever was popular at the time, whatever that is, I don't remember. Near the end of that, like when I turned. What? The heck? what? Okay. What was that? This is another time where I wish I had video. Josh, just sitting in his chair, decided to take his shoe off, put it up to his nose, sniff and inhale, and then put his shoe back on. What? Is this a ritual you have? I'm just trying to see how easy it is to distract you guys, and it's working real well. And uh, I think he's just using it as a hide. Yeah. What do you really have in that shoe? Are are you? Do you have like weed in there, and you're smelling it for later? <gasps> are you huffing lettuce. your shoe? The devil's lettuce. No, put the, that away. No, it's the devil's shoe. He's huffing his <laughs> shoes. <laughs> um. I cannot disclose. <laughs> Defend yourself, sir. Okay, back to my story now that Josh is distracting me. Um, so, yeah, 13 and that, whatever was over the radio. As I got older, like 15, 16, when I was a little bit more on my own, I guess you could say, I was probably, no, I, I can't say probably. I know what I was listening to then. I was listening to stuff like uh, OC Supertones and delirious and um that sort of stuff uh dc talk okay uh audio know adrenaline know that one you know well this was the original audio adrenaline before their current singer um well i because my first my first cd that like i got on my own that i purchased on my own that wasn't like a, a cd i got as a gift for you know from my mom and all the CDs I got from my mom as gifts were like Disney CDs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the first CD where I was like, hey, I want this. It was uh, Audio Adrenaline Bloom. One of the earlier CDs. I still have that CD. Nice. Um, do I listen to it? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. To be fair, that music has not aged well. Um, I listened to to once in a while some of the supertone stuff just because i still like that big band scott style but did not age well though mm. did not age well um it's that's sad that it didn't but that's okay i i understand music quality at that time in the christian world very lacking there was oh. a big skill difference between the two environments i believe that you know and thankfully nowadays that's kind of that difference has gotten smaller oh yeah but it used to be very very wide gap that sucked um yeah i mean and and some of that music change was just change in 
what was happening in my life. You know, when I was 13 and that, you know, we really didn't have money. Um, Literally, we had, my mom had to get money from our sisters and that so we could have food. Because, you know, my dad was fighting cancer. He wasn't working. My mom was trying to do whatever she could. Uh, So, radio. That's all we had, you know. Wasn't really involved in the youth group at that time. Wasn't involved in the church really. My dad would take us on Sundays, but that was it. Like, it was weird. He would take us, bring us on Sundays, but... We never stayed for Sunday school, never went to youth group, never did anything. So after he died, I somehow got involved in the youth group. And then that started shaping and molding some of my musical tastes. And it wasn't at that point, it wasn't like I was like, well, this is secular music. I will not listen to this. It just, that's what the people in the youth group were listening to. So that's what Mm -hmm. I started gravitating towards a little bit. You know, obviously it wasn't as big a shift for me as like, Going from country to August Burns Red, as Josh <laughs> tried to do at one point in his life. But <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Remember, we talked the other time about how you like August Burns Red for a little bit, and now it's country. Well, what I like about August Burns Red is their winter stuff. And I, there's some songs I get into, but I just you know usually listen to them. I listen to their winter stuff in the winter. Okay. So yeah, that's my answer. That's why I listen to between 13 and 16. And Josh, when did you meet Aaron? So we know when you started listening to music. You really want us to start talking about this again? No. What did you listen to between the ages of 13 and 16? Did you listen to the crickets or did you listen to your <laughs> parents singing? Did you listen to the, you know, the fans on your, com- on your computers? Did you go out to the night sky and be like, I can hear the stars. The color of the wind tells me to go. The song and the stars. Oh, excuse me. Wow. Yeah. Honestly. Whatever Aaron listened to, besides the screamo. So I think it was some rock, Christian stuff. I said it would have been a lot of more skillet. Yeah. uh, Man, from, well, age 13 to 16. Yeah. Trying to think of what what grade I was in at those times. All Um, of them. What? Uh... Let me try and figure it out. Now I have to figure out how old I was when I. <laughs> how old you were when you were thirteen to sixteen? No. <laughs> what grade I was in when I was certain? Uh you, sir. <laughs> that that's almost in... as good as um, they're like socks, but for your feet. When talking about eighth, shoes, eighth grade freshman, eighth grade, ninth grade, eighth grade. Freshman. Well, yeah, I, th- yeah. I was sixteen at the end of eighth grade. What? No, no, mm. yes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, uh, no that's no, not possible. No, yes. You were held back at the end of eighth grade? No. Ninth How? grade. I turned 16 Teen. at the end, end of my eighth grade year. So that would have been 17 at the end of your freshman year, 18 at the end of your sophomore oh, wait. year. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait a minute. You were no, oh, no. 14. I could have I could have had my license at the end of freshman year. Yeah. Yeah. You're, like your, I should have been like for- your attempts or your learner permit or something like that. Cuz you would have been Well, it would have yeah, it would have been that first. Cuz I'm like yeah. eight. Wow. Wait, really? Good right? good job, Eric. No, I it had, would have to be at the end of your sophomore cuz when did yeah. you turn 18? After your senior year, right? Or before your senior year? I was 19 at the end of my senior yeah. year. Okay. He was one. one so, yeah. yeah. I was one year behind. So you were? Yes, sir. Eighth grade, you were? 14 to 15. 14. 
I turned 15 at the end of it. Mm. Yeah. You, you said you were 19 when you graduated? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, 19 minus to, 4. <laughs> yeah. Josh, come on now. Oh, wait. We forgot. He was held back a year. Me? I know. Sorry. <laughs> Well, I started late. I didn't get No, well, I, I was back, trying to I, I was trying to make a joke that oh. you got like held back in high school. <laughs> no what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go on. The music so, you listened to at that time. So then I guess yeah, through sixth grade, fifth well, fifth, sixth grade, I got introduced in the skillet and disciple and whatnot. So I was like, Well, sick for the hard rock. I thought that was like heavy hard rock at the time. Like, okay. I mean disciple was for the most part i mean especially compared to skillet they're a lot harder more aggressive rock than skillet was yeah um yeah i agree um but is that third day casting crowns i man i'm trying to think of any other read a little bit that was more seventh to eighth grade but then i came across august burns red in seventh grade or eighth grade and then ever since then they're my ride or die, you know. Until they break up. I Their music will live forever, but yes, I know they yeah. will have to stop making music at one point. I unfortunate for you. Okay. <laughs> I, and I know I I, I I Josh with you about this a lot. Yeah, you know, know, Josh, you can joke. Um yeah. that they're, they're they're done, they're breaking up. But I, I, I get it, you know, that's a band you really like. I, they like, are I love August Bands Radio. Like I was very you know, sad when uh Say something. Uh, I was very sad when like OC Supertones broke up. I was like, ah, oh, dang it, there went the end of that sky era <laughs> <laughs> again. Because you know that was like the third wave of ska or whatever. That <laughs> just it keeps coming back and keeps dying, going away. And then what's funny is the ska bands are starting to reform again. Oh really? And I'm just like, please don't try to do ska. Go something modern. Because <laughs> like Five Iron Frenzy's reformed. OC Supertones are reformed. MXPX is still going around, but they're more punk now. Well, no, they've always been more punk. Never mind. Um, okay. You know, so I'm just like, please don't try to do a, a fourth <laughs> wave of ska. Our, back. Heart, our hearts can't handle it. <laughs> Let us have the three ways we've already had. <laughs> um, well, no, because I, I saw in this video, they were talking about how there was a study done of the music you listen to in that time period yeah this stuff that like kind of like sticks with you throughout your life that you'll always have a love for and i was just thinking i was like i guess i can see how that's true for some people but then for others it's just kind of like and eh, no like well i go back and listen to it once in a while maybe if yeah. i'm in a nostalgic mood right but i also recognize at that time Music was kind of junk, <laughs> right? Let's well, be honest. You yeah. know, the quality wasn't the best. I mean, could I overlook some of it? Maybe because I people go back and listen to music from like the twenties and thirties. Recordings weren't the best back then; just technological limitation. Yeah, but they still like it. Whereas this stuff, it hasn't aged well because of how it was made. Not so much the um, recording, but the content and the presentation okay. of it. So sure. it just hasn't aged well that way. You know, you have what uh, some like the older newsboys songs and they make me cringe now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> that was like a thing like what, uh, uh, I can't remember uh, oh, what the dude's name that said it, but he was saying like for the, the 
music from new metal. Yeah. Which like Linkin Park and POD to mm-hmm. a point. It's uh they were saying that that music's meant for stupid like 13 year olds and the guy's like well i mean any music can honestly be for stupid 13 year olds so i don't know it's just like <sighs> I, I i will admit i have a little i don't know why i've always had a little soft spot in my heart for lincoln park <laughs> No, yeah, I, 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 I enjoy it. I, I, like, I enjoy some. I like love the vocals and that, but yeah. Retrospectively, hindsight twenty twenty, you go back and you're like, oh yeah, that was all the way back from like the first CD. Just kind of, he's had that groundwork there and it's kind of splayed it out for all to see about what was going on in his head. Yeah, not, not that that's necessarily wrong. I'm not saying that we all go through that. I've gone through that. Um, it's how you come out through the other end and what you decide to do. Um, unfortunately, ultimately he chose to take his life, which is tragic, you know, yeah. on multiple levels. Um, but I, I still can look at that music, even though it's music that's maybe not, well, not, I shouldn't say maybe not, isn't from the Christian side of things, you oh, know, no. they have a complete different worldview, but what they're, music is saying is not against what i believe they're still you know they they have those songs about you know that darkness that pain that and just trying to get through it that's still mine right i'm not saying i have to listen to and if you look at my playlist you can anyone can look at my playlist whatever it's not a hundred percent it's maybe it's maybe 60 to 70 percent christian music but the other stuff hmm. is other stuff that I've picked up from whatever and has some sort of meeting, some sort of message, something that says, Hey, this is positive, even though they're not saying it, Jesus, Jesus, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not looking for Sunday school music. No, uh-uh. I don't want Sunday school answers. I don't want Sunday school conversations. I don't want Sunday school music. Wow. Man. Jesus is always the answer, Paul. What's two plus two? You know what? (laughs) (laughs) The answer is math. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I quit. (laughs) (laughs) No, but, you know, (laughs) I'm not looking for those simple things because, you know what? Life is not simple. It can be at times. Okay. It doesn't always have to be so difficult. Ugh. Yeah, it does, unfortunately. It does not. <laughs> Reality is, does. unfortunately, that way. Yeah, that's, that's all I really got. I feel like, for me, I'll always kind of be, I don't know. I don't want to say I'd be stuck in the music that I listen to now, because I don't go out of my way to find a lot of new music. People that normally find tell me about new music is, because he likes to go out, <laughs> new kind of music and he'll always send me stuff that he's come across but that's that's about it i mean i guess i'm not against finding more new music i just seem to not get into the newer music as much unless it's august Prince about then it's great it's gonna be great no matter what I not true i can't wait until they release an album and you go i do not like this album there was i did not like leveler at first when i first heard it I was not a fan of that album. 
But then the next album came out, Rescue and Restore. Yeah. And then for whatever reason, I started listening to a couple songs on Leveler, and I was like, why did I not like this in the beginning? So now I like it. (laughs) Okay. I don't know. But yeah, so I don't know. Maybe I'll keep finding new music as the time goes on. How I find new music is um, actually I use the Google Play app on the phone, and they'll say... um, there's one of the options on the home screens, like feeling lucky or whatever. And so they analyze your uh, music library and they suggest music based on that. Interesting. Sometimes it's music that's maybe already in your library, but a lot of times it's artists or genres that are very similar to what you listen to, but maybe you would not have found on your own. Like right. I found some artists that way. That's cool. Okay. All do done that. by AI. And all hail the new AI overlord. Yes. Fall, roll with the pack or get left behind. <laughs> I'd rather get left behind. Okay. Adios. Uh, I mean, I that, would I rem- too, depending on how crazy it gets. But Speaking of which, there's that whole book series right behind Josh. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> the Left Behind book series. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? I remember nice. reading that when I was a younger <laughs> Younger. When I was a youngin, way way back when in the day, when uh, you were like one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. anything else there, Mister Johnson? Ah, uh, man, nah, nothing else. Anything else, Mister Brewer? No. You, you don't have to like go up to the mic and be all prim and proper and perfect. <laughs> you can, you can talk. No, sir, I have nothing else I'd like to say. <sighs> okay, we can. Wow, that keep was, her moving. That was bad there. <laughs> okay so goodness (laughs) i got nothing else i want to wrap up with because i think i did a lot of talking this episode again don't you always yeah i tend to do that don't i well Uh, hey i'm I'm kidding that's how it goes sometimes right yeah can't can't have it perfect that's fine there's Um, no such thing as perfect so I, I have made the decision in my own mind. I'm going to pull the sound cloud because I was not doing. Oh, it's that's it's, what, it gets to the point where we have to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know what? Sorry, SoundCloud users. If there are some out there. That There's only, just one. Oh, that, you <laughs> get over it, dude. You'll be fine. So no, I'm not th- sorry th- that that you're all going to go dead sometime this week. Just because. Good riddance. But everything else is still up and running. You know, Radio Public, Google Play, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, Spoofy. Spoofy. Yeah, that's what my my one friend likes to call it. He always says spoofy. (laughs) Like, nice. Nice. Okay. Um, You know, and any other platform where we were on before, uh, YouTube, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher, TuneIn. We're all there. We're we're there. Um, and obviously our website as well, uiwords.com. It came. Uh, uiwords at gmail.com. Facebook, Use Your Words Podcast. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, UIW Podcast. Um, what's up with... Uh, what's going on? What did I miss? <laughs> What happened? Nothing. No, something happened. I don't 
no, 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 no. We're we're stopping here until I find out what's going on. That was weird. <laughs> what happened? Josh and I had a moment. It's okay. You had a moment. Yeah, we can we can talk about it later. Yeah. Were you staring into each other's eyes? No. Oh. <laughs> no, that wasn't it. Right. We're never gonna live it down if we ever get videoed. <laughs> okay. Um, we're also on Spreaker and Blueberry. <laughs> um, Blueberry. Yeah. It's, a, it's a lovely. Makes me hungry. <laughs> so we're on all those areas. Uh, you can also go to our, like I said, our website directly and listen to the episodes directly from there. Listen from Facebook or Twitter. They're all linked all there. Um, and in the show notes will be mine and Aaron's social media contact information. Josh doesn't believe in technology, so therefore you have to send him smoke signals. Or you can be like, <laughs> look for your local Amish group and be like, could you tell me where the boy who doesn't believe in technology is? His you name know, is Josh. You're using it right now. We have Shun him behind a blinder so he can't see it. So that way, you know, he doesn't That's see fair. it doesn't exist. You're right. <laughs> so <laughs> with all that being said, I got nothing else except to say I think we're done and what the heck just happened here at the end? I lost full control, and that is fine, I guess. So, I okay, that's it. I'm, I'm stopping this before this train wreck goes any further. <laughs> I he was that death he was yeah, stroke. Yeah. Oh, he was stroking my leg with his foot. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, started, I just like pull out of my pants and I just like ripped them because <laughs> it's like pop 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 so now I ripped my pants while recording a podcast alright the things never end <laughs> nope <laughs> that was oh yeah it's, it's not done recording it's, it's still, still going. recording <laughs> <laughs>